Welcome back. It's Watch What Happened Then. It's your host, Jen. Hey, 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 how you all doing? I'm doing okay. It's Sunday. I'm recording this before the Super Bowl. I don't know if you can hear the babe in the background crying a little bit. He's like refusing to nap, which is fine. Like, you know, who could blame him? I don't want to take naps too sometimes, but if it were me and I was like so exhausted that my eyes were rolling in the back of my head, I would just put, I would just lay down. But I feel like babies become like drunk people where it's like they're drunk, they can't go to sleep, they want to play, then they get pissed when you're not playing with them correctly. It's like the same when a drunk person, like they want to eat and they don't want to, it's like, it's seriously like drunk people. So a drunk person. So my college days, law school days, like I've been trained perfectly for this moment of becoming a mother. And who knew that this is what that would be? Anyway, blessed. I'm happy. So it's all good. Um, we finally, I think, picked a pink color for our bathroom. I was going to go this like emerald green, but the more I looked at it, it just seemed like, I don't know like a cavern of sorts and I don't know if when you're going to the bathroom you need like a cavern and my mom was like you're gonna look like a witch like a witch undertone and I'm like you know she's got a point there <laughs> so we're going with this like Tiffany blue because we have these new light fixtures that are kind of like chandeliers they're very sparkly and very like pretty so I was like you know what let's try this Tiffany blue so we've done one coat today and I'm a little nervous because it kind of looks like a little boy blue, you know, like something that you do for a boy's room. But I'm going to go with it. We, like our doors are so dingy and like the painters, like, like builders white that I think once we paint that super white or do something and I have this like impulse to like paint all of our doors black. I know I shouldn't, but like, I don't know. Is that cool? I don't know. So that's what's going on in the home improvement area. Um, weekend was pretty good. Didn't really do much yesterday, kind of just did a lot of errands, and I made, like, a new dish I found, like, on this Instagram that does, like, Mediterranean diet, because I realized I don't eat any vegetables. So I was like, why do I feel so crappy all the time? It's like, I don't know, maybe because you're living off of, like, uh, packaged meat, like, smoked meat and cheeses, you pig. So it was pretty good. I mean, it was, like, a little salad, a little quinoa. I don't know, like, who am I? I'm the healthiest person in the world, aren't I? And uh, some chicken. I, I Honestly, like, chicken kind of freaks me out after a while. I feel like I'm kind of eating, like, human flesh. I don't know if you guys feel that way. I just, especially when I was pregnant, like, meat, like, repulsed me. Like, I was like, God, I get it, vegetarians. I get it. Um, so that's kind of how my weekend was. Really boring. I mean, which is how I prefer it. Just kind of boring. Hung around the house. Watch TV. I'm watching The Great British Bake Off again. I've been watching it to go to sleep. Which is funny because, like, when you wake up in the middle of the night and, like, you see, like, what episode are they on now? I don't know. Like, are they on, they were on patisserie when I went to sleep. Now they're on bread week. So I'm watching, I think it's chap, uh, they, I don't know, they call it, like, sort of collection, like, collection seven or something on Netflix. And all the people are very young and, like, good looking. And I prefer when my great British Bake Off has, like, an older woman who has some life experience, maybe an older man who worked for the army or like the Navy. Like I, that's my kind of contestant. So I'm enjoying it, but I also wish there was like a little bit of age diversity in there. Cause I like to see an older woman who's like had her chops with like her baking and she's finally getting some recognition for all the shit she's done for her family. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't know. 
So that's really it. I also watched, of course, the episode that we're recapping today, which was Real Housewives in New Jersey, Season 1, Episode 9, Reunion, Watch What Happens Live. That's what it's called. I forgot. These are Watch What Happens Live. They weren't called reunions officially. What did you guys think about the last episode when I had my friend Summer on? Isn't she so funny? I'm going to have her on again soon. I figured out the audio issue, like, seriously, five minutes after we hung up. Like, I figured out how I could have recorded us both on this program, like, on this system that I use, and we would have both sounded, like, just like this. But, you know, this is a learning experience, but regardless, Summer's hysterical. I hope she comes on again. She says that she will, so I'll let you guys know. I I think she's, like, so funny. Um, Okay, so let's dive into... This episode of Real Housewives of New Jersey, the reunion. Again, this is going to be kind of like a quick episode because the reunions I'm learning are kind of difficult to recap since we've already gone into so many things. So I'm going to kind of be brief with my recap. You might be like, thank God I can't stand listening to this any longer. I don't know. Maybe you don't have a lot of time. I'm going to try to be quick with it. Not on purpose. Just there's just not too much to recap. Um, we start by Andy asking everyone how the kids have reacted and Danielle said, she's so weird. She's like, uh, it's been pretty good. Maybe like one negative thing happened. It's like, really? Your kid's mom's being being called like a prostitution whore wasn't a negative thing. Whatever. And then Dina said that Lexi like looks back and it's awkward because she was like in her awkward phase, which she totally was. Um, and like Lexi got crap for saying that she's happy her mom's young and skinny, but Dina's like, she likes to wear my clothes and use my makeup, whatever. Um, and then Jacqueline says that Ashley was just happy to be on TV. Like, she's so easygoing. I'm like, is she? I don't know. And then we talk about, um, by the way, I'm drinking, gosh, what the hell is it called? I'm not drinking the spin drift. I'm not drinking a bubbly or anything. I'm drinking, like, oh, it's not Tropicana, but it's Tropicana. It's like a mineral water. Actually, someone recommended it to me when she drank it while she was pregnant. So I'm drinking it now. It's delicious. And I've been also trying to do this thing where I'm trying not to drink as much wine. So instead of having like a, a wine, I'll have the sparkling water, a little bit of tart cherry juice. And then I got this, like, of course, I got sucked in. I bought into this, like, ad I kept seeing on Instagram for this, like, apothecary crap that is, like, a wine, red wine alternative. It's not. Okay. <laughs> it's not. Like, they're like, it's just like drinking a glass of wine. It's not. It has, like, some herbs in it that, like, are supposed to relax you. I mean, it kind of does, but it's not red wine, okay? It is a false advertisement. So be careful with these advertisements, especially after the new year when people know they're giving up drinking. It's not a red wine alternative, but whatever. Um, So we go into Dina's wedding, and gosh, she had 750 people at her wedding. How much do you think that costs? If it's, like, $100 a head, what is that? I don't know, $7,500 just, what the hell's the math there? I don't know. Uh, but she said it went from 50 to 750 and she even, like, gave, like, her gas station attendant invitation because he would give her chocolate bars because she was, like, pissed off at her husband for inviting all these people. And then Andy asks, how did you guys end up marrying brothers? Because as we know, Caroline's married to Albert Manzo, and Dean at this time was married to Tommy Manzo. And Caroline's like, oh, every time that Tommy saw... This is like doing like Jackie O. Every time that Tommy saw Dina, his face lit up. And when after her divorce, Dina went and lived with Caroline and Albert. And Tommy would show up like randomly be like, how's your light fixtures? But meanwhile, he was just making an excuse to see Dina. And Dina reveals that they've known each other since they were nine years old. Nine years old. And allegedly, allegedly, he planned this attack on her. Allegedly. 
it's kind of like, I was like, holy crap, they've known each other since they were nine and this may have happened. Terrible. And then Andy asks if Dina thinks that she's a bitch and she says no. And then there's just like a package of Dina being kind of a bitch. Andy asks how her hairless cat is doing. I think he calls the cat Grandpa, which I, I didn't know what the name was. I think Eddie was Grandma, but Andy says the cat freaks her out. Me too. Me too. And then Dina confirms what I was thinking. Dina says that the cat smells like french fries. So we know that her house probably also smells like french fries or worse. And then the reason Dina calls the cat Grandma is because the cat looks like their grandma, like their grandmother, because she smoked all the time, was super tan, had wrinkly skin like big blue eyes don't know if i'd be too happy about that i mean i don't know and i think grandma was still alive when they named the cat grandma <laughs> um danielle they go to danielle and andy says there there's rumors on the internet that she and don johnson had an affair and she's like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> creepy i was like who the hell is don johnson <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of like pop culture blind spots that I have and I'm ashamed to admit it. No, I'm not ashamed to admit it. I'll admit it proudly. But you ever be in a conversation and like have you ever been a, have you ever been in a conversation where someone starts like talking to you about something like pop culture and you're like, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like like you know when you don't hear someone and you're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, I just told you that my mom died and you're like, what? <laughs> I didn't, sorry, I didn't catch that. I just didn't want to say what for the fifth time. Um, so Don Johnson is from Miami Vice. He's an actor. He's kind of cute. I looked him up. He's actually very cute. Don Johnson, like, denied this. He's like, I guess there was a lot of guys in the 80s who had mustaches and drove Ferraris. <laughs> and she's like, no, we definitely, like, we didn't date. But, like, and Andy's like, did you guys have sex? And she's like, no, no, nothing like that. And then he's like, well, what was it? She's like, I don't know what the kids call it, like hooked up. And Andy's like, that means that you had sex. And she's like, no, we just made out. Like, I love to make out. I'm like, oh, golly. But I have to say, like, they show a package of Danielle in the bikini shot, the music and like all of the crap that she did. And she really is the only reason why New Jersey was picked up for her second season, I think. And Carlos King said this on Juicy Scoop, although I'm trying not to listen to like too many podcasts that do recaps, talk about Bravo, because I don't want it to like, bleed into this but juicy scoop they, i mean she talks about a lot of things heather mcdonald she talks about like real housewives but not in this way so i i but i i will say carlos king was on there it was such an interesting interview go check it out if you can it's on juicy scoop and he made a good point that she danielle's the only reason why jersey was successful and i think he was her producer like he's i think i mentioned it before he was the one who brought the book to the dinner put it like crawled underneath the table and put it on her lap more on carlos's king opinion on monica and how it relates to danielle in a moment i'll get there in a second so andy also asks danielle if gucci model who remember gucci models the guy that she was supposed to meet danielle's supposed to meet at that restaurant and like G, um gina uh Teresa and dan uh what the hell's her name jacqueline jack how am i forgetting jack they followed her blah 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 and he said that he was there, but he was afraid of cameras. And then, I don't know what, I got distracted. And then I looked back and Danielle was crying about, like, her husband. Or, like, someone making a comment about husbands because she really wants a soulmate. I was confused. And then it um, shows a packet of Dina and Danielle, that drama that happened during the season. And I didn't catch this the first time I heard or watched the, the season. But 
I Danielle and Jacqueline are having a conversation on Danielle's porch, back porch. And remember, this is where like they're drinking those Mark Hart, Mark Hart lemonades, but they like peeled off the label. And Danielle says something so creepy. She's like, "I want to relate to Dina. I yearned for it." So you can't say things. You can't say like, I didn't know these women well enough to tell them my secrets. And then it's like, but you're yearning for to relate to a woman that you don't know. Yeah, weirdo. <laughs> And then Andy asks Danielle about the weird threats, like, um, I know more than Tina than anyone else, and she knows it, and that scares her. And she kind of just, like, brushes it off. And then Jacqueline basically says that Caroline and Dina were not into this relationship with Danielle because Danielle came on too fast, too strong. And then Dina just shuts down Jacqueline. Poor Jacqueline. She's sitting there so pregnant. She's in her little leggings, like, with her sandals. She's, like, ready to go to the hospital. And she just keeps getting, like shut down by these women like that was a good point it is true she came on too fast too strong and dina can't even like give jacqueline that so now we're talking about the book the book cop without a badge which was written by danielle's ex-husband as we know and andy goes through the the allegations made against danielle so he asks danielle point blank is it true that you dated a colombian um drug cartel dealer or whatever and Danielle's like, I'm not answering that. You need to wait for the book. Wait for my book. I have not read her book yet, but maybe I'll get it on audiobook. So I, oh my God. Wait, what if Danielle did her own audiobook? Mm, hello. Hello. Valentine's Day gift. You know, these girls put like on Instagram, they're like, follow me and like look at my, all my affiliated links for Valentine's Day gifts. You know what my Valentine gift affiliated link would be? Danielle Stab's book. Uh, uh, tickets to Teresa like slinging her wine or wine at a random restaurant in Philly or New Jersey Um, what else I don't know like uh, uh, Teresa's cookbooks I don't know like a signed copy of one of those Uh, can you like uh, hello that would be amazing forget diamonds forget all those things forget flowers like maybe I just need Danielle Stobbs audiobook only if she read it though so Andy continues, were you a paid escort? No. Raging nymphomaniac. And she says, yeah, that I may have proven true. Ah, ha, ha, chuckle, chuckle. Kidnapping. She goes, no, I was arrested as an accessory to 17 charges and I pled guilty as part of a plea bargain. Well, what did you plead guilty to? What did you plead guilty to? I'm not going to look it up because I'm pretty sure she did plead guilty to kidnapping. Oh, hold on. Let me look it up. I mean, no one listens to this. Like, I don't think Danielle Stubbs listening to this podcast, but Danielle's... Oh, jeez, Mary... Jesus Christ. Pray for us. One second. My computer just fell. Danielle Staub arrested, pled to charges. What just happened? I just like, I'm in my husband's office and I just like created a tornado here. Uh Uh-oh. What am I doing? Okay. All right. She pled to, she pled, she pled guilty to one count of extortion and agreed to cooperate with the FBI for a more lenient punishment, but still ended up spending nearly a month in jail. That's according to 2fab.com. T-O-O-Fab. Is she a convicted felon? She was convicted of extortion. She, quote, worked for an escort service, according to an FBI agent on the case, and she was sentenced to drug treatment and weekly urinalysis tests for six months. Hmm. I should have done more research between. I went live here, guys, but whatever. You guys know the, the deal with her. So Andy asks, were you a stripper? She goes, no. I was a burlesque dancer. I worked for tips. She's like, my forte is on the pole, hanging upside down on a pole. It's like, 
summary. She's like, I never took off my underwear, never, whatever, never took off my bra. I think it can still be a stripper. Like, I'm sure there's, like, some states that, like, you, you can't do that. I'm pretty sure that's, I mean, whatever she wants to call herself, I don't care. He called her smart but a pathological liar. Danielle said, I'm not a pathological liar. Um, and then Andy's like, it sounds like you had a pretty serious cocaine uh, addiction, which I wonder that's why she got the drug treatment. And she goes, no, I really like to smoke pot. Like, that's what I like to do. I don't see Danielle Stav as a pothead, but I guess I'll have to take her word for it. And then she's like, this is what you need to understand. I met this man in New York and he flew me to Miami and then he continued to beat me and terrorize me, which is horrible. You know, if, it's, if that's what happened, that's that's horrific. And I, I get what she's saying. And then this is where, like Carlos King said this on Juicy Scoop and I like now like I'm watching this and I'm like, he's exactly right. So Carlos King said about Monica from Salt Lake City, who if you don't watch that, she, you know, the women hated her and Heather Gay had this like ugh, moment where she like revealed Monica as like running a troll account and Monica was kind of like unapologetic she wasn't relatable like she didn't really come across that I mean it was good TV but she didn't come across like humble in the reunion or like she'll never be friends with these women except for Mary Cosby who's like a weirdo so Carlos King was saying like she should have come and been like humble I'll learn from this and then there was a chance for them to bring her back so that because the audience would like to see like her character arc and then she could be with friends she could bring another friend in blah 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 and he said that that Danielle did that and I was like watching this episode through the lens of Carlos King and like what he had said to Heather McDonald and this is where Danielle like redeems herself and becomes relatable or uh, the audience becomes sympathetic to Danielle Stop, and they don't think that she's just like this villain on the TV show which by the way she made great TV this is so sad and like again trigger warning sexual assault uh, discussions here so if you don't want to listen to this please skip ahead until you start talking I, I mean uh, this is going to be like two seconds but just skip ahead if you don't want to hear this it's about sexual assault so she said that her mom had Danielle her mom came to America from Italy when she was 14 years old when her mom was 15, she had Danielle. Danielle's put up for adoption, and she was adopted by this family who were, according to Danielle, horrific to her. She was raped by the age of eight, and according to Danielle, she was, like, tossed around like a rag doll between, like, all these people. Disgusting. Disgusting. Horrific. Explains a lot about Danielle and, like, what she says next. She says that people come up to her on the street, her fans, and that this has been so positive because it's, like, an aphrodisiac that people want her. And I ha I mean, I'm not a psychologist, but I'm assuming it's because she had such, like, a horrific childhood. And, like, of course, like, your mom put you up for adoption. She's trying to do the right thing. She's trying to give you a better life. She's 14, 15 years old. Thinks you're going to get a better life with this adopt adoptive family. And, unfortunately, in this situation, that was not the case. And Danielle had, like, according to her, like, a horrific childhood that no child should ever endure. So it kind of endure. Why did I just say endure? <laughs> Not sure why I said that. Um, I'm tired. <laughs> um, but that is what made... Like, she's crying, and it's genuine. It seems genuine. She seems sympathetic. And that is why the audience was still interested in Danielle Stop. I mean, she was great TV, but this was like, oh, there's redeeming quality. Not, not that her childhood trauma was a redeeming quality, but it's like, oh, she's a person. She's a human. So good i mean danielle she she's an interesting character and it was good that she kind of and she owned up to her mistake she goes listen i was relying court you know with her hatred and her conflict with dina she goes i was acting on information told to me from other people and caroline's like well that wasn't like caroline's going off on her like attacking her attacking her like 
And uh, Danielle's like, listen, I agree with you. I was wrong. I will never rely on the words of other people. I will have to take my experience and make my decisions based off that. And Caroline's kind of continue to go after her because Caroline's pissed about something else, which we'll talk about in a second. And Dina's like, all right, cut it out, Caroline. Like, she got it. She apologized. She's wrong. So in this moment, Danielle's like, I'm learning. I messed up. I was in the wrong. I apologize. Blah, blah, blah. So we talk about um caroline we're talking about the dinner and caroline says that she was mortified by the dinner where all this stuff came out and that her mother will be mortified watching because this is not how they are and then andy says like hey jacqueline like you kind of like broke away a little bit from your sister's in law like was there an impact on that and jacqueline of course can't get like a word in edgewise and um andy asked danielle like what conversation did you have with your kids after this dinner and she goes, I actually had to be driven home that night. I was having a nervous breakdown. And me and the girls just stayed in bed for a few days and watched TV and cuddled up as if there was a rainstorm outside and we pretended like it was a movie. Interesting coping skill. Um, don't know if I agree with it, but that's what she did. Now they're talking about Caroline the book and all that stuff and I kind of touched on it already just like a few minutes ago. But Caroline says, like, listen, I disliked Danielle before I found the book. And I disliked her even more after I found out about the book. And then Caroline's like, it's your Wayne friends who told us about the book, Danielle. It's your Wayne friends. It's like, and there it is. Like, she's not from Franklin Lakes. She's from Wayne. And it finally came out. It doesn't, it's not a huge deal. I don't know why I'm fascinated by this, but that's what it is. And Danielle's like, no, that, that can't be true. That can be true. Um, and then Caroline and Danielle were supposed to meet somewhere to, like, prove the fact that, like, someone from Wayne told Caroline and Dina's niece about this book. Um, but Danielle didn't show up for some bullshit reason. Again, I'm so fascinated because, as we know, the girl... What the hell's her name? Her name's Danielle, too. She's on The Real Housewives of New Jersey, like, the new season. She is somehow related to Caroline. Like, they're... I think she, Danielle, married into Caroline's family somehow, but it wouldn't have been so beautiful if that was the person who at, like, age 18 brought that information to Caroline. Oh, that would have been beautiful. And if they brought it up on Real Housewives in New Jersey and brought Stab on, I would still be interested in it. I know it's, like, ancient history, but I want it. I want it to be, like, woken up from the dead. And then Andy asked Dina, like, what does she think? What does Dina think about Danielle apologizing and the anger that Dina's been harboring against Danielle? And Dina's very, like, curt. She's like, I, I accept the apology. I mean, if she can change and this is, like, this is true and accurate, like, this is, like, genuine, then, like, yeah, we can be friends eventually, but time's going to tell. And, like, will I go out with her tomorrow? No, but, like, time will tell. And then Caroline's like, oh, Dina's a bigger person than I am. And Dina's like, no, not a bigger person. Like, this is just the way it is. And as Dina's speaking, Caroline's seething. Like, she's, like... You know, she's in this dress, but she's sitting, like, with her arm back. She's, like, pissed. She's looking off to the camera. And Andy's like, what do you guys know that I don't know? And Dina's like, I don't want Caroline to bring it up. And Caroline's like, I can't say, but you know what you did to Danielle. And Danielle's like, I don't know what they're talking about. But <laughs> Caroline's like, what you did, you garbage. Caroline seriously is, like, hysterical. But here's what was not said during this reunion, which I don't know when it came out. But basically and I'm going off memory here allegedly Danielle tried to basically take Dina's daughter away from her and like get Sebas involved I think and get Dina's child Lexi taken away from her and given full custody to the father oh so that's pretty messed up that is some messed up shit 
um, and that I understand why Caroline's like seething. So that's the end of the episode. The next episode's lost footage, but honestly, like I'm, I'm gonna watch it because, like, of course I am. We'll see if it's any good. If I'm gonna talk about like little points, maybe I'll talk about it like at the beginning of another episode, kind of like as a like a little sprinkling. Probably not like a full recap though, because there's no plot really, it's just random scenes. But they are like the best. Um, that's the end of the episode, guys. I appreciate you listening. If look at do you hear me in here? I'm like a oh my god, I'm like a ball in a china shop. Jeez Louise Margaret. Uh okay. Hold on. Technical difficulties here, playing that elevator music. Um if you like this podcast, <laughs> even though I just blew out your eardrums possibly. Please um, go ahead and follow me wherever you're listening to this. Spotify, Apple, wherever, so you don't miss an episode. It also just, like, helps me if you follow me there. Please give me a five-star rating if you enjoy the podcast. If you like to write a review, if you're able to write a review, I don't know if that option's available yet. Please write me a review. Um, it can be short. And just be like, like it. <laughs> Smiley face. Whatever. And also share it with your friends. Like, if you find this interesting and you're like, I love these old episodes and it's fun to, like, think about them or talk about them, share them with your friends. I'm going to have more guests on because I'm finally figuring out the remote stuff and I'm finally figuring out a schedule here. It is a little hard to schedule with everyone, like, working full time and, like, having families and all that stuff. But I think it's, like, really fun to have people on because it's more I can get their opinion and, you know, I can talk about mine. So I'm definitely going to have more guests on in the future. Um, I'm on Instagram at watch what happened. Then I just put up like random things about Bravo and like get ready with me and things like that. Here's the thing about Instagram, like Bravo accounts. I love them, but like, it's a lot. <laughs> like I'm kind of getting like fatigued by how much people post and it's like fun, but like, it's all like kind of new stuff and I'm kind of like boring. So I try to post <laughs> like old photos I find funny that I found on the internet or just random things and I don't know. It's just a good time over there. No pressure. You don't have to follow me if you don't want to. Um, so that's it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have an awesome Monday. I hope you have an awesome week. I'll be back Thursday. I'm either going to recap. I think I'll continue with New York. But I do want to sprinkle in OC here and there. So maybe I'll do that like once or twice a month, like on maybe a weekend. Because like, why don't, why don't anyone like, why does anyone put out podcasts on the weekends? Like that's what I'm cleaning. That's what I'm doing stuff. That's what I'm painting my bathroom. This like blue that may be Tiffany blue, maybe baby blue. I don't know. We'll see. So maybe I'll like do that once or twice um, a month. Just, you know, throw out an OC episode. All right, guys, that's it for me. Hope you have a great day. Great week. Thanks for listening. Love ya. Ta-da.